in a world where there's one person who has not watched all the Marvel movies. Two friends force another friend to watch all of the Marvel movies. And all the TV shows that just came out. Holy shit, this is getting out of hand. Someone needs to stop them. This is ICU MCU. On this episode, Iron Man. Hey, just before getting into the episode, this is the first episode, um, and we ran into some problems with recording. Um, the person known as Macy, who you will get to know in this podcast, her mic cuts out a lot, uh, and I have done my best in editing to try to make it listenable. Um, and in future episodes, we did switch to different recording equipment and there will probably be another one of these on the next episode but after that you should no longer have these little intro things in between and just the main intro and right into the episode but again in both the beginning and after there is some audio problems i'm fully aware and i've done my best to edit around them and make it listenable okay hey everybody welcome to i what did you, you name it, Macy? Garbage. It was ICU MCU. ICU MCU. Thank you, sir. Which is particularly appropriate right now, considering I'm recovering from getting an organ ripped out of my body. So this is a podcast <laughs> in which. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah, for that one. This is a podcast in which me and Sarah and Macy of people you don't know. If you can introduce yourselves, I'm Vincent. I'm I'm Sarah. I'm Macy. This is a podcast in which Sarah, the person who is going through a lot. <laughs> I'm going through a lot right now. Is never seen a Marvel. Well, she's seen Marvel movies, but I don't think she knows any of the. I've seen one. I've seen one that's canonically in the MCU. Yes, but. Um, but, uh, yeah, I. Nope, I have not. I did not jump on the hype train. Um, You're not big into universes. Well, yeah, I mean, probably I would say that. I just, it's a lot. It's a lot you have to follow. I, ever since, ever since I was a little baby weeb, and I got way too involved in shows and, and books and stuff, I try to distance myself a little bit from getting too obsessed with things, so I don't develop even more hyperfixations than I already do. That's understandable. Me and Macy have the opposite problem, where we just hyperfixate on everything, and we watch things. And so, so I'm going to preface this. I'm a big movie fan, and I have a general understanding of the comics of the MCU, and Macy is the big comic fan and knows everything about the comics almost. Uh, everything that's mostly the ground-related stuff. Space is probably your forte, Vincent. I know how to Wikipedia things and look things up, and I go, that's fucking cool. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, that's a lot of comic book fans because you can't keep all that information from decades I played decades. Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and I was like, Nova, who's that? I, hey, you're okay, nearly there. Wait, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I, okay... What? So, you know, I was going to go off and say that 
I wasn't a big superhero fan, but the thing is, I I watched all the fucking early before the universe Marvel movies. I watched Spider Man, uh, mm-hmm. the Sam Raimi Spider Mans. I watched the, the terrible Fantastic Fours. They're beautiful. They're um, very. I watched early Chris Evans. I watched Daredevil and Elektra. Daredevil's great. Elektra is. Hmm. I saw Elektra in theater. I when I was well, a kid. I because as a kid I um I didn't have any siblings growing up, so I spent a lot of time with my cousins, uh, and so I got into everything that they got into. So when they started playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance two, I started getting into it. I would always play as Miss Marvel. Uh, or Captain Marvel, depending well, on how I felt. Miss Marvel at the time, Captain Marvel a little bit later. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That's, I'd say probably. Okay. I don't know when either of them were invented. I don't remember. Uh, or Electra, because I was like, yeah, girl power. Um, I mean, Electra in the comics is pretty Electra. great. Yeah. Electra in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So whenever that MCU started, which was about 2008, uh, or that's when the movie like really started to become. That's when John Favreau made Iron Man. Yeah, that's when John. Which Favre, we're gonna yeah. watch today. Um, I am a big movie person. I've seen a lot of movies. I know about a lot of actors, uh, but I, I, it was just a little later than my hyperfixation time, and I was focused on other things, but probably fucking my chemical romance. And <laughs> I don't know, Harvest Moon, something like that. Okay. I mean, those are really good things. It is really good, very yeah. completely opposite things. I, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be real. Sometimes genres mix, and I could totally just see you be like, oh, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to build this really nice farm. Well, carry on. Oh, 100%. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, kept, I, I always have flashbacks, too. There was this one summer when I was staying at home by myself, and my mom was working all the time, and... I would play the radio and play Soul Calibur 2 and Sonic Arrows. And that's immediately what I thought of. I feel old. Anyway. Anyways, so we're this is a Marvel podcast. This is a Marvel. I guess this is a Marvel podcast. Um, I, uh, I vaguely know what I'm getting into because I have been on Tumblr. You also had friends who were obsessed with I it. so many friends that are obsessed with it. I feel like I am the only one. That is not, because every time... I feel like, just sorry to interrupt you, but I feel like the MCU is becoming the new Star Wars, where it's like, mm-hmm. what, you haven't seen all 21 of these movies and these three TV shows now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's it's unfortunate, because it's always the point where it's just like, just go at your own pace. like And also... We should also just be like, hey, if you don't like superhero films like every mm-hmm. high mainstream critic out there, um, I think you have a right to not be into them. You know, you know? Yeah, I well, all of our friends, anytime we hang out, <laughs> somebody brings up easy. comics or Jacob and or Marvel Vincent, me. Me. And, or the MCU. And I just sit there because I have no idea what's going on. But recently... I have discovered my love for Chris Evans. Oof, you're gonna love him even more. Yeah, I'm gonna love Chris Evans. 
He plays one of the best characters in this whole. Ugh. Probably has the more comprehensive trilogy, and but we'll get there. No, we'll also, get there. Also, I could see myself thirsting over the Winter Soldier. I'm not saying Bucky Barnes. Sebastian I'm saying Stan, the yeah. Sh- no, I'm saying the Winter Soldier specific. No. Okay, hold up. I can f- I can make this connect to dots here. Uh-huh. You like my chemical romance. Shut the fuck up. You like Winter Soldier. Stop right now. One, two, three. <laughs> Are you telling me so- Gerard Way had something to do with the Winter Soldier. No, I'm just point. saying you look at Gerald Way and all the Black Parade kind of like videos, and you I look at the, the you look at the Winter Soldier mm. with his like like smudged eyeliner, and I'm just saying. I thought you were gonna hit her with a. Did you know boys. Gerard Way wrote a run of the Winter Soldier or something like that? No, but oh. he did write a run of Doom Patrol, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, that was was pretty good. That for was the most part. that was one of the shining moments of his career. This is not DC podcast. Hey, uh, let's check out next time when we're watching all the <laughs> Superman films oh. out of order. No, okay, I have I have watched way more DC movies than I have. They're easier to get into because you can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. It's the hard thing with the MCU. I'm trying to rein it back in here. Okay. Uh, is you there is you kind of have to start like you can skip around. But then it just doesn't make any sense. Well, okay, here's the thing. Because they reference things from other movies, yeah, okay, and, and it's just like... Uh, that's the thing, is that I am I am so weirdly obsessive with watching things in order. I cannot... If somebody's like, come watch this with me, I cannot start something in the middle of something. I have to be like, I can't watch this right now. I need to start from the beginning, or I'm going to be lost. And like, it's just this weird thing I can't explain about myself. Uh, hey, I feel you. I just watched like all of the original Gundam Zeta Shards Counterattack and then the new movie back to back. So I can understand mm-hmm. the fixation part. Mm-hmm. But I feel like one of the things you gotta, I'm really excited to see from your opinion is because you are removed from all the hype, you're mm-hmm. removed from all the context, all the waiting, all the waiting as well. And now you're gonna see what it was. And I'm interested to see if our opinions change as yeah. well as yours. I'm 26 now. Iron Man came out 2008. How many years is that? Yeah, eight years. I can't do math. No, no. I'm That's a, way more than way eight more. Years. 13, it's 18, been 13. 13. Oh, I just guessed that. Yes. It's been 13, 14. No, yeah, 13 years. Yeah. So I was. I can't do math. I was. I was 14. 13. I was 14 yes. when this movie came out that we're gonna watch today. I was 18. I know. Oh my god. I'm old. <laughs> oh my god, Mason. Um, I, you know, I'm almost kind of happy that I'm the baby on the couch. Um. But, I'm never the baby. <laughs> but I was 14 when this movie came out. And I remember being excited for it. And then I didn't realize that it was going to turn into something more until later on. Mm-hmm. And here we are 13 years later. Mm-hmm. And there's a theme park. And Disney bought it because Disney is... Okay, well, there's a whole thing about that, but we're not going to get okay, into got it. it. Um, I might want to get into it when we talk about the Hulk because uh, there's kind of some th- there's some there's some lore behind the Hulk movie that's technically canon. Um, yeah. Um, okay. To preface this, yeah. I have only ever seen Thor. You've only seen Thor. The first Thor. Wow. Um, it was in theaters. I was upset. Because we came in late and I didn't watch it if we were watching it from the beginning. But then again, I was like 15. Um, I, uh, a guy put on Black Panther once, but we definitely were not watching it. Ah. 
Uh, and that's it. I, I know so many things about it just because all of my friends have been into it. And again, Tumblr. Um, but yeah, I'm so far removed from the hype. Uh, I my expectations for Iron Man specifically are going to be uh, Robert Downey Jr. acting like a smug asshole. Yep. Um, Never stops. The desert. That's the beginning. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. That's very later. Okay. That's a spoiler. Spoiler, actually. That's all I know. (laughs) Hey, uh, by the way, there's going to be spoilers for all of the Marvel movies throughout this. So if you're not... If you haven't watched a Marvel movie, which is possible... Like me. Or you could just listen along and and enjoy this ride with me. But Uh, we're going to... We're... So what... What do you think you're going to feel after the first Iron Man movie? Are you going to feel like, wow, we've started this adventure, or... Um, I'll be honest, I, I don't I don't know how I'm going to feel. Uh, probably... Okay. The only... Okay. The reason why I'm open to watching Marvel movies is because there is also a, I guess, interlacing of comedy in them. I, I do have a... I do have a soft spot for comedies. If it can make me laugh... I'll probably be more excited about the next one, but uh, no guarantees. We're going to... Oh, yeah. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. I, I feel like I can't wait to talk to you about the comedy angle, because one of the things that the MCU is very known for for certain films is not how to integrate comedy with the tone. Mm-hmm. And so as we continue, I'm going to keep asking you about, does it work for you, or does it kind of start getting annoying as we later on? Does Joss Whedon's brand of humor work in the Avengers and mm-hmm. Age of Ultron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still. And does that affect <laughs> every single movie that is gone until this day see as, as a nerd um specifically growing up in the early 2000s to mid 2000s i know about joss whedon i know of him i can't say that i've experienced his work I firsthand think we, i think we should save the joss whedon conversation oh okay for whatever for, joss whedon for actually avengers yeah that's going to be a fun... Mm. Yeah, this we one, get two episodes dedicated to Joss This Whedon. one is directed by John Favreau, right? Yeah, this, he was uh, the person who started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I've seen him act in <laughs> movies. He plays. He self-inserts himself into a lot of movies that he makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not like as him, but like he'll put a character that he plays. He has a very Quentin Tarantino role, like way but he's not a side character he's an important character <laughs> yeah like he, he was also foggy nelson in the ben, ben affleck daredevil movie yeah so i i feel like john farwell just likes nerdy shit and also he just likes to make make movies um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Is, Gwyneth, gonna... is Gwyneth paltrow in this yeah she's pepper Potts. this was like before she went kind of crystal crazy yeah <laughs> that's my favorite that's this is this favorite. is pre-crystal oh, crazy that's my favorite subplot is goop yeah. I love <laughs> uh, so we're going to get into Iron Man 1, this episode of ICU MCU, and we are going to look at it. Me and Macy are going to look at it again, and then Sarah is going to give us I'm her thoughts. It for the first time. Her thoughts for the fresh, fresh look. On this. Her sweet summer, summer child vibes, her baby little MCU whatever i'm going with this i don't know come on sarah give me help help me help me sort of louder over here all right here iron man one william here is the technology 
ask you to simply make it smaller. Okay, sir, and that's what we're trying to do, but honestly, it's impossible. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave! With a box of scraps! Well, I'm sorry. I'm not Tony Stark. Okay, we just watched... Or Sarah just watched for the first time Iron Iron Man. Well, I mean, we all watched it. Well, I just well, watched it for the first, first time. time. Well, me and Macy watched it, and then I figured out something about a future movie that's coming out that I didn't realize in this movie, and now I'm really upset about it. If you just remember the Ten Rings, that's mm-hmm. all you need to remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, I can't believe I didn't. <sighs> I rewatched that recently before this, too, when that movie was announced and had a trailer. So you know it's really funny. You know, I when I learned about this the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, oh, that's a thingy. Because you're the fucking but comic you, book yeah, expert. You read it. Yeah, so, like you know about it separately. Yeah, you knew about this like back then. Yeah. Um. Okay. I guess. Uh. Warning. I everything is a spoiler. Everything. Yeah. If you haven't seen 2008's Iron Man, <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. So um, what you wrote, you took? I told you to take notes. I, I took some notes, and then at some point, I just started watching the movie instead of <laughs> taking notes. Uh, but it's because I didn't really have anything to report. Uh, so I guess we'll start off at the beginning because it's like they flash back and forth at the beginning. Iron Man in a Humvee with yeah. soldiers and a little bit of sexism. Uh, but that's just sprinkled throughout which, this Which was movie. the style at the time. Yes. I, yeah, okay. There are some things in this movie that I don't think would work today. Mm-hmm. That I, you know, like, knowing how Marvel movies are now today, that I look back and I'm like, wow, this was weirdly sexual. Yeah, it's a lot more clean now. Yeah. It, it makes more sense, I feel like, at, and just like an hour is it two hour movie right like yeah it's it about like, two hours it was like two hours yeah it, it makes more sense in the context because the way like iron man is in the comics he's more kind of uh, related to kind of you know james bond he's just kind of a thrill mm-hmm. seeker mm-hmm. and i i yeah i to be fair i don't think james bond could work i today like not the previous mm-hmm. james bond i'm sure daniel craig does a good job with what he's got but well, he hates it, but yeah. Oh, does he? He absolutely fucking hates but that's a different story. Okay. Like, yeah, I feel like they were trying to nail, you know... Uh, the international to, playboy. Yeah, the, that kind of like... Yeah. Because it felt like they were trying to hit a lot of the notes of the comics, but also create a new character, essentially. Because like, like like, uh-huh. like the one thing I remember from watching these movies is that the Iron Man and this... This universe is vastly different from the comics. Yeah. But going back to, like, what do you feel about Tony Stark as a character minus the sex? The, the, at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, Asshole. Such, oh my god, such a fucking dick. Um, Would you date Tony Stark? No. Well. Ah. No. Um, <laughs> it's, okay, it's hard for me to say. If I'm judging back before younger Sarah... Younger Sarah. No. But older Sarah, now that I'm, like, into older men, I don't like Robert Downey Jr. as he looks currently. Like, I'm not attracted to him as he looks currently. But in the first Iron Man, (laughs) along with being an asshole, it's not bad. But then again, he seems to only have a thing for size zeros. 
and uh, I guess that's where my intermittent problem lies with the sexism in the movie is that there's a lot of uh, random sexualization of women except for Pepper Potts who was a girl boss the whole movie yeah. hashtag girl boss hashtag gaslight gatekeep girl, girl boss, boss. Hashtag boss girl um, <laughs> boss girl uh, fucking uh, Tony Stark is gaslight uh, Rhodey is gatekeep and <laughs> Pepper Potts is girl boss so he's not likable and i think that's the point you know at first i was like "Ugh, i'm gonna hate him this whole movie and then he kind of develops into like a likable character and i'm like oh okay but he mentions myspace in the first 10 minutes of the movie which is how i know it was made in 2008 um you don't have a myspace right now do you still have MySpace? I had a MySpace. I don't I know if I could. I had a MySpace back then. I'm sure I could like forget password it and find out how to get to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't even know what. Um... No comment. I don't even. I don't even know what email I. Use. I know <laughs> what email I, no I use. Idea. I could log into it right now. Anyway, um, he's definitely mom hot. Mom hot. Well, yeah. Like, a lot of moms would be like, oh, Robert Downey Jr., he's uh-huh. so hot. Yes, yeah. He's oh, like, Robert Downey Jr., he, he gets my goal. That Robert Downey Jr., that Robert Downey Jr. He, 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 that beard, you know, the flavor <laughs> savory. It looks like, it, at the, okay, so at the, um, when they go back in time to show before the Humvee, it looks like his mustache was painted on. He, there, I feel like there is some inconsistencies because wasn't there a lot of like issues in development? Like some scenes are probably filmed later and things like that. And... Is it kind of like the Henry Cavill CG mustache debacle? Or no, I, I feel like he just uh, like I said this. Um, I think it was just uh, they didn't know what they were doing with these movies, and they just did whatever they needed to do to make it work. Because there's a lot of stuff in this that I feel like. When they mentioned the, the the Ten Rings, they didn't know if that was going to go anywhere. When they mentioned S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. they didn't know if that was going to go anywhere. Uh, when Coulson showed up, which is Coulson a character in... He's, you said he's in the Ultimate Universe or he's not? Oh, so uh, so uh, the portrayal of Nick Fury, played by Samuel Jackson, was in the Ultimate Universe. There was even a point where Samuel Jackson conned the Ultimate Comics back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, hey, so uh, what's with this guy looking like me while you draw him? And then the response was... That's, that wasn't on purpose? That was totally on purpose. Oh, it was? That's what I remember. Um, and so they were said we're going to make it a movie, and eventually we want you to be... In the movie. And then here we are. But Coulson was a created character that I think was added last minute, I remember. Like, I think uh, John Favreau or the directors were like, we want you to be in this film, mm-hmm. and he almost didn't take it. Mm-hmm. And that's when his career started. So, back to... I don't think this movie could be made now. Mm-hmm. Um, the racism. Oh, the... The racism. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Uh, but, you know, 2008, the, the mid to late 2000s was a very harrowing time yeah. for American politics and the war with the Middle East. And so, of course, in order for Iron Man to be as patriotic as possible... He has to go and fight people in Afghanistan. And, uh, yes. <clears throat> and, you know, they tried to, like, soften the blow by having his friend 
in the cave be like, oh, well, they speak several different languages. Yes. Um, uh, there's like Urdu and Russian and Hungarian. And I'm like, Arabic yeah. Arabic and yeah. some people like that. Yeah. And I'm like, but there is not a single white person. There. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the coalition of people against America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like you would like put them all up in a lineup and you and you would ask like someone from like the Midwest or the South and like. Mm-hmm. Would do you think these people are for or against America? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it's 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 the Resident Evil thing where Marvel doesn't want to say it's af it is the the Taliban or it is the communist. Like, mm-hmm. the, well, they did say the communist, but it wasn't like the communist. It was the Reds or like something like that. Or it, they 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 don't want to say where it is. Like, it's in Afghanistan. Yeah, they did but- mention Afghanistan, but they did not mention where yeah or what cities or anything yeah. we're in in quotes afghanistan yeah um and you know uh i think they're I, sorry to interrupt but no, I, I think they're just they're stuck with what well, material from the comics and yeah i feel like one of the things is that if they it's, it's one of those things where like yeah those comics were made at the time and even if you update them and create a new enemy i feel like you're kind of in a catch-22 you know what I mean? Like, because unless you try to reinvent the whole thing of Tony Stark's backstory, mm-hmm. but I think they could have handled it a little bit better instead of going straight into the whole ter- war on terror kind of vibe. No, yeah. I, I Again, I definitely feel like it's of the time. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think they ended up being better off by sticking to fantastical Marvel villains in the later movies. Yeah, well, there's also some stuff later on that'll come up and mm-hmm. where they make up fake countries. Yeah. Because they don't want to, like... They even make up a fake, like, area of... Af- I don't... Okay, hold on. I don't know if it is a fake area, but the area that they talk about where the weapons are being found later mm-hmm. on, where the, he's, there's the whole sequence where he's going around blowing up the tanks and the weapons uh, and rescuing You're talking the about uh, the the village that his friend was from yeah Yeah, i don't know if that i didn't i don't know if that area is real so don't quote me about it but it feels like they don't want to mention specific regions or areas because they they don't want to imply that all those people are bad it's like it's like it's like not that like there's a war on terror going on while this movie is happening yeah but we're not gonna say it's happening Mm mm-hmm um, and it, it again, it's just a product of its time. Even though in the comics, Captain America canonically like beat the shit out of Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good, great. That's though. a good time. I don't think anybody's gonna complain. No one's about gonna that complain one. about that. But it's like, why beat the shit out of Hitler? But we jump forward a couple of years, and it's like, okay, well, it's not okay because we don't know that these people are all bad, and it's not like a line. It's not like well, it's Nazis because... are bad, and we don't know. Uh, well, it's it's because. We know. Yeah, well, we Hitler know. Is, it's a very specific name in history. Yes, I understand. Uh, but at the time, we were also doing the same thing we were doing. Yeah, no, that's what I said. That's why I said uh, it's a product of its time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just we can't say that this area is bad, but we really, really want to. And we really want to imply it, mm-hmm. but we're not going to. But we're not going to. This is the Ten Rings. This mm-hmm. isn't the Taliban. This is a a fictional fictional. Uh, Fictitious? Mm-hmm. Is it fictional? Yes. Uh, made up thing from the comics that we're adapting as a evil organization that is actually behind the war on terror mm-hmm. because <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's not America. We didn't do this. It's not the communists. It's yeah. not that. It's not the Russians. 
it's it's this evil corporation like uh, what the fuck is the Hellfire Cl- it's the Hellfire Club sort of thing where like they're behind all the bad things that happen in the world mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. the comics want to don't they want to they want their own yeah make up their villains. own villains and what's really interesting is like oh, it's totally different but Hellfire Club I think was the real thing back in the day like, it was yeah they were like uh, rich like. We have all these sexy ben Franklin. Yeah. And... Ben Franklin was a part of it. Um, yeah, I well, I also just like watching a bunch of paranormal stuff. So I've seen like they were like I've seen the catacombs that they went into to like party and have orgies. So if only Marvel did that with their Hellfire <laughs> Club, going to cave and have an orgy. <laughs> no, I'm talking about with their Hellfire. Club. Well, I would I would say that the Marvel's comics Hellfire Out Club probably do have orgies. One hundred Sebastian. Shaw looks Look. like a man who's down <laughs> with orgies. I think. Um, am I attracted to Sebastian? Do you Shaw? like Kevin Bacon? Oh, hold on. Are we gonna get, oh. Wait, back then, like eighties uh, Kevin Bacon or current Kevin Bacon? Sebastian Shaw has like a was it much mullet chop or whatever? Where he they has, have like he, a, he has mutton chops. Mutton chops. In the comics, oh, no. he has okay, mutton chops. Okay, so I only know about the Hellfire Club through a first class, a friend of mine. No, a friend of mine on Facebook got like a special edition figurine box set of it and i saw one of the pictures no it's not him that i'm thinking of there's somebody else in the hellfire club action figures yes yes i've seen those yeah yeah that's like and they have really cool artwork with like i know emma frost is in it and uh, madeline pryor Uh or or was it the original black queen for you no that's shinobu (laughs) but but uh, yeah no like i love that yeah um okay so Moving on. Uh, I, you know, at the beginning. <laughs> Sorry, I'm showing her it pictures also, of that, iterations of like Sebastian it. It Shaw. It also looks like, uh, oops, I'm sorry. It also looks like Patrick Wilson from um, the Conjuring movies. Oh, the, the the ball that Tim Tom Hanks has in, those, in the movie where he's in. <laughs> Wilson? What are you talking about? Oh. oh, Patrick. Oh, okay, Wilson. Okay, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, okay, so. Before Tony Stark goes to uh, unnamed Afghanistan, um, undisclosed area, undisclosed area, uh, like that one female reporter hits on him, and I have seen her in other things, but I can't, I can't remember her name right now. Um, and she's like, "Well, you're like a war profiting machine, and like." Like, are you, do you feel good that your company makes so many, like, weapons that have ended so many lives? And I'm like, you know what, girl, get it. You live your morals. And then immediately she sleeps with him. And I'm like, all right. Well, those just flew out the fucking window. I need, I think it's supposed to highlight the life that he lives and how he doesn't really care. And also, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Mm -hmm. the shallowness of a celebrity yeah, he's a, definitely an international celebrity playboy. Um, philanthropist. Philant. I can't say what I'm going <laughs> to yeah, I know, what you're, I know I exactly what you're saying. Philander? No, I was thinking of you're, this you're, Always you're, Sunny you're, you're Philadelphia full on, full on full on dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Her name is. The it's actress's so... name you're thinking of is Leslie Bibbs. Leslie Bibbs. She is in the now canceled Jupiter's Legacy. I don't know what that oh, is. Rip. Um, she's in a lot of other things, though. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up afterwards. Um, anyway, so yeah, he gets kidnapped by 
the not ten rings. the Taliban, the yeah. ten, ten rings. rings. Um, and you know he's in this cave, and they want him to build his like super ultra weapon the jericho the missile. jericho missile and he meets this one minority friend so he's totally not racist uh yeah he meets <laughs> he meets somebody who speaks there who speaks like a dozen languages and he's also a scientist that he's also a scientist stony tark has met tony stony stark has met this person before yeah. but yeah. he's like well you were drunk when you met me so of course you didn't remember me <laughs> yeah and it's just to highlight how much of an asshole Tony Stark is. He's like, oh, well, fuck. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, it's, I liked the uh, eye-openingness when he, like, walks through the camp and he sees how many of his weapons have fallen into, like, Just like real hands. life. Just like real life. And I'm like, oh, yeah, good. Yes. Please address this. Um, it went over every kid's head. I know. <laughs> I know. Except probably me because I was old at the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, you were 18. I was, I was aware <laughs> of the world. <laughs> yeah. I voted at that time. I know. You, were, I, you could yeah. legally vote. Wait, was that? Oh, shit. Damn. That was Obama. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was my first president. <laughs> that was my first president. <laughs> right, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to ask you some questions. And okay. I, I want you to give me your philanthropist <laughs> vibes. <laughs> anyway okay um so basically how did you feel about the villain being obadiah stain um spoilers sorry we i already addressed i know this whole thing is gonna be spoilers um so i i saw it coming i okay here's the thing about watching movies with me sometimes i feel like watching movies with me isn't fun because i i feel like i have pretty good deductive reasoning so i am able to see a twist coming yeah um so you know when he was introduced i'm like i don't know you know i don't get good vibes from this guy and plus you know when they put jeff bridges in a bald cap it makes him look 10 times more into his head was shaved wait oh they shaved his head oh yeah he's an old man who likes to be bald i think he's bald in true grit yeah, he's no, he's not. He's not. No, he has oh, hair. Okay, whatever. Surprised. Uh, I just I only ever see him in roles where he has hair. Yeah. So um, it was hair raising. <laughs> this movie. Uh huh. Anyways, <laughs> you proud of yourself? So Obadiah Stane is the villain. Yes. So um, you know, he just seemed a very. When Tony Stark comes back and he's trying to be like. I want to change because I don't like where we're going with our company. Also, my name is on the company, so I should be allowed to change it. Change it. Uh, you know, Obadiah's like, well, now, now. Stop right there. <laughs> Was this true grit, but an Iron Man? Did he just like, now, now. Stop right there, you now, see. We're stop gonna, right we're, there. We're going to have a corporate uh, legacy here. You know, if you say something, my stocks are just going to plummet. And I say, I, like I a- say. He turned into fucking foghorn leghorn. <laughs> now, now, hold her up there. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know, I am water profiteering, son. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the ironmongers, you see, you see. <laughs> okay, see, when you said that, when you, when you, when they said ironmonger early on in the film, and then you were like, ah, oh, get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know that that was the name of a villain. And I was just like, yeah, it has iron in the name. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah, that was like, for me and Macy. Yeah, I was we like, gonna, yeah, like the Iron Man. We were going to tell you later because I don't think they specifically they say Iron They don't ever Monger. say Iron Monger in the film. That's his name. Yeah, his name is Iron okay. Monger I understand. in the comics. Yeah, I understand now. You know, that's... Do you know why? Because he, he mongers, mongers iron. iron. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he says that in the movie. Yeah, so... Uh, but um, that was like the little nod to the nerds yeah. where they were like, hey, look, there's his name. They just, most yeah. of... Most of the second half of the movie is Iron Man trying to... Redeem himself. Yeah, and perfect his suit. Do you think they did a good job, like, in the short time span, do you believe in the believability of Tony Stark changing from being, like, a, a complete and utter douchebag to, like, um, a... I, is this character arc, re- like, believable? I, I do, which is why I, I think at the end of it, I was like, okay, I can see how people are attracted to him, you know, because... Um, I think he went through so much trauma. That's a very traumatizing experience. Being captured, yeah. Being captured and uh, seeing firsthand how your products are going about hurting innocent people. Um, it's it's believable to me. I mean, I still think he could have given away his billions of dollars to something that could have helped the cause as well. But he's also an arrogant... Yeah, I feel like Mm -hmm. Tony Stark is still a man who loves to live in luxury. I do like... Okay, I do like how the sexism dropped off after the whole thing. Yeah. Like, they had, had, you know, the stripper flight attendants, Mm -hmm. and then that was it. It's like as soon as he has as his character begins to arc, sexism leaves his body. Yeah, like, it just, <laughs> just, like, just escapes his body. Like yeah. being captured, where he's like he didn't think about sex that entire time. He was just thinking about how bad he was, and like the horny flip switch was just flipped. He was just off celibate he was the whole like, time. He reached some Buddhist state of enlightenment. Yeah, he was like, no more sex for me. Did you think he just like left as he was flying? You could just hear like an air balloon of his horny leave his body, where it's like. There goes the horny. <laughs> like, uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but I don't feel like in the future movies he ever... There's, like, maybe a couple scenes where it's kind of aimed at Black Widow, uh, but, but like, nothing ever happens. It tones down the playboy a but, lot. But they... Yeah, they get rid of him wanting to, like, fuck every woman that's, like, like a size zero, like you said, mm-hmm. um, because they're trying to push something else later on. Mm-hmm. Um but that's something I really didn't, I never thought about before, where they he just stops wanting to fuck things. Yeah, it's like immediate, you know? Like, like does, like, I never thought about it. Does, like, his power, does, like, all the dick energy go up into his brain, and that's why he was able to create the, like, the arc reactor in his chest? What if there's, like, a secondary arc reactor, but it's his dick? It's like, <laughs> it's like, if I don't have sex, I can think so hard, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he realizes that, like, you know, maybe just being celibate and just, like, not having sex just puts all the brain flow to his, like, uh-huh. two brains. <laughs> two brains. Um, Both lobes. I mean, but it also <laughs> seems that he realizes after he comes back how important Pepper is to him. So uh-huh. I feel like that also affects his thought process on the whole Are you thing? glad they didn't, like, make out or have sex or have any romantic moments? It's a slow burn, which I... It's, like I said, it's the biggest will-they-won't-they of the yeah, MCU. Yeah, which is I, I was really surprised about because I, you know, I, that's why I was like, well, clearly they had plans after this for more because yeah. they didn't get together in this one, but 
you know, knowing what I know now, they do eventually. Yeah, I don't think there ever is a sex scene between them in the whole MCU. I think they keep it very classy and they just have that banter. I feel like, I'm I'm just going to say this, I feel like Scarlett Johansson might have some, not Scarlett Johansson, um, Gwyneth Paltrow might have be like a thing where she's like, I don't want to do that. I want to do that on screen. Probably. And also she's like, "How I can't have sex, but I will sell you my sex crystals. <laughs> I will, I will I w- sell you this candle that smells like my vagina. We will have sex off screen. We will imply sex. Because it's a healthy adult relationship. Yeah. But we will not be like, ooh, and yeah, we, use I, your arc reactor dick. I mean, I mean of, of course, you know, uh, Tony Stark could have always just artificially inseminated yeah. her yeah i mean he's a scientist you know i mean in the comics especially in the uh, ultimate comics he's 100 percent fucking down the cloud mm-hmm. all the time yeah he's 100 percent this character all the way through the comics he's mm-hmm. an asshole but in the original like uh, comics he's kind of more like Minor. he's a playboy but he's very mm-hmm. kind of like goes to girlfriend to girlfriend kind of like peter parker in mm-hmm. a sense um but then eventually, it's like we made Pepper Potts, Potts is like true love. We just, you know. I feel like it might have something to do with Disney and trying to keep that PG-13. Where I, it's like, 100% he can be a playboy Disney. in the sense that he has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But he can't have any more relationships, guys. You need I, to write him to be like... like like a little more celebrity. Anyways, uh, I think it might have to be like, because I'm pretty sure because they bought them out in 2009. And so mm-hmm. they were probably talking about it. And they were like, Did well, it was Paramount first. I remember seeing the Paramount logo in theaters when I first saw it. Uh, and then Disney bought them out in 2009 because it was Marvel that wanted to make the cinematic universe. Mm hmm. But then Disney was like, hey, we'll swoop and picked it all up. And we're like, all right, let's do it. This thing, you see how much money that movie made? Damn cheese hungry mouse. And then we're just like, and then they just took it off from there. And again, I think uh, in the next episode where we talk about the Incredible Hulk, where I think that was a universal joint. I'll look it up before we do it. A universal joint. Yeah. Universal Hulk, has Hulk the rights. rights. Universal still has the rights to the Hulk. Mm-hmm. To single Hulk movies. To not... single Hulk movies. So, yeah. So if he Yeah, could... that's why that's why uh Mark Ruffalo hasn't gotten his like own He won't get a standalone movie ever as long movie. as Universal continues to do yeah. that. Anyways, um but I feel like they just toned Tony Stark down to be like just a rich billionaire dude who's mm-hmm. kind of an asshole and st- but he doesn't fuck things. Yeah. He only fucks with technology. Yeah. He do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, we get rid of his sex craziness. He, we go through that whole experience of him inside the cave. And then he gets out. He survives a crash landing, which should have totally killed him. Definitely. He gets rescued. Um, I do. Okay. So whenever he comes back, I like how torn up Gwyneth Paltrow looks. Because she definitely... She definitely looks like she hasn't slept in like weeks. Yeah, they're implying feelings that yes. she has. And I think that was that was I think that was a very good move. Um and then of course, you know, when he comes back and he's like, Well, I wanna change my ways. I don't 
I don't want. I want a Burger King burger, and I. I Which <laughs> Macy said you was an improv line, right? I think it was. I believe uh-huh. I could be wrong. He's like he wants a cheeseburger, and so they's like, oh fuck it, cheeseburger. We got a sponsorship with Burger King. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if I remember correctly, this whole movie was mostly improv, and I always try to watch it. Just That's like, John Favreau. Yeah, I, I think it was because they barely they had an, a script outline mm-hmm. but most of the dialogue was between i believe the the uh, actors to kind of come up with yeah, well, that was at that i didn't even know there are I, some scenes between uh terrence howard and tony uh not tony stark robert Downey jr uh whether on the plane where i was like they're just riffing mm-hmm. they're riffing right now i i think it was very well done if it was mostly improv yeah. um because uh, I think the problem was that they just... I think... And also, that if you think about it, there's a lot of things in this movie that feels really cheap, and mm. there's a lot of things in this movie that feel really good. Yeah. Really. It definitely feels like the the beginning of a, of a series where it's like, well, we don't have all the funding yet, yeah. but we do have some some pretty good funding you know what i mean yeah um it's like we're we 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 put a lot of money into the casting and mm -hmm. the cgi but when it comes to a lot of the set pieces we're trying our best to keep it minimal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so because we go through um okay well uh, there there is one thing i noticed when you say that um because they zoom out on tony stark's house yeah and it's huge but then they only keep showing Three rooms in the house yes. the whole time. His bedroom and then uh, his living room, room and, and then, then his, his workshop. workshop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, this looks like a That's New all York City That's apartment. Like, yeah. There's more of this house, but we it's yeah, we, DLC. We no. <laughs> so so. I, he has the press conference where he sits down and everybody sits down with him, and Agent Colson shows up. Uh, which I know about him because he's like an important figure in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, and, for the phase one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and because I know about Agents of Shield, and you know, I was like, "Oh, that's that's that guy. That's that guy." And I was yeah. like, Mo- "I didn't know they planned so far ahead." <laughs> yeah. Um, they play- good job, Sarah. They planned. They tried. They tried. <laughs> you- I can't uh, wait to. S- to see how you feel about the rest of the phase one if we do like a phase one wrap up because I want to see if you like wow this flows together or who they tried they they yeah just as like they're introducing these characters and yeah. Coulson says the name of his organization which is yeah shield. and I immediately was like oh shield yeah yeah which I ate a 14 year old Vinny was like I don't fucking know what the fuck that is I was like oh that yeah you were yeah <laughs> <laughs> um um but um what's the name of john favreau's character happy, happy hogan. hogan happy this hogan is so fucking stupid he was made a long time ago pepper pots and happy hogan are don't you don't you ma- they who, were they are beautiful it was people stanley and who else made iron man uh i, I want to say ditko but i could be wrong i don't think it's ditko i don't think they said ditko. the names at the end of the movie but stanley and the other writer makes you look it up I'm doing um it. Just probably sitting in a room and Stanley's like, we have to come up with another name that is like Peter Parker. Yep. What do we do, oh, Stan? Why does he sound like he's 80 when he's supposed <laughs> he, to be like, <laughs> he picks up, he picks up, he picks up a, a, a pepper shaker. Pepper? Pepper? There's a pot over there. <laughs> Pots. 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 
<laughs> you um, know, you're always happy. Happy. I like that name. Uh, uh, what's the, what's, what was the name of that? Wrestler. No, no. What was the name of that? Hogan TV Heroes? Sh- yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> I loved that show. Oh, my God. We should name a character after happy that. Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan. It was, it was Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, uh, Don Heck and Larry Lieber. Don Heck? Is that yeah, that's, his name? that's 100% his name on that's here. There's incredible. probably something like within the comic book writer community where it was just a thing to make their names like literations. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably like some inside joke that we've missed that we could I just feel Google. like it's a Stanley thing. I think it's just from a certain time period. Like I think there was a lot of characters from like the 60s and 50s who had like like a Wally West. Dick Tracy. We had all those kind of like yeah. those vibes, yeah. you know? I mean, Steve Rogers is an exception. Steve Rogers is just an American-sounding name. Oh, it, you, you're not going to believe this, uh-huh. but it was Stanley who created this guy's name, Happy Hogan. Yeah, so. I think it's I just. Like I think it, Stanley it, just it likes alliteration. Yeah, it might just be Stanley. So we have the press conference. He says he's not going to make any more weapons, and you're like, "Oh, cool." And Obadiah's like, oh, "Whoa, I don't hold know. on, hold on a second. I don't know about that." Well, oh. hold on a second. Back it up now, Mister. <laughs> and I say, and I say, we need to hold on. Um, and so you know, there's a montage of Tony making Iron Man stuff. Oh my God! Okay, wait. Let's talk about the heart changing scene. Um, <laughs> one of the best practical effects so yeah they you know y'all explained to me while we were watching it that he just had his head like through a suit there's through like, a suit there's like a body suit that they made like a prosthetic of his body so that they could reach inside it and it wasn't a visual effect so mm-hmm. that they could make it look real but you can tell it's a prosthetic once you say that yeah no like once you look at it, it he's the prosthetic is very deflated his chest is deflated. Um, so it it really it looks like uh, he's a stretch Armstrong, <laughs> or that they let out the air in his suit. Or it looks like Daniel Radcliffe in that movie where he was a dead body for the rest oh, of the movie. Oh yeah, the Arm, Swiss, Swiss Army, Army Man. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but uh, so he gets his new arc reactor in his chest. And then we get to Obadiah going, hey, we're going to fucking buy you out of the company. They're going to lock you out because you're stupid. Yeah. And and, and Tony was like, Tony was like, well, I don't like that. And then that reporter he fucked comes back and is like, hey, how dare you lie to me, a random woman whose name you don't remember, that you um, are changing. That you are changing when... This this town is being invaded by your weapons, and first of all, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> She's supposed to be Ace Reporter. I Ace Reporter Christine Albertson. Albertson, I don't know. <laughs> Ace <laughs> Reporter Ace uh, What's 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 Christine? <laughs> Which is the one from Batman? Her name, name, her name is Christine Everhart. Christine Everhart. Chris, Vicky Bell's one. But yeah, Vicky no, Bell, yeah. she comes in and is like, hey, bad things are happening and not Iraq. Mm-hmm. Um, we need you to go over there. And- no, she's like, how dare you lie to me about this? And he's like, I don't, even, I don't know what you're talking about. And so he goes out and he talks to Obadiah. And Obadiah's like, who do you think locked you out of the company, son? Yeah. yeah, and then also, well, how do you think we make your money? <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, at that moment, obviously I knew that he wasn't a good guy, but at that moment I was like, 
oh, he's the one that's selling all the weapons to the enemies. And like, I just like it, it was, you know, again, I, I have pretty good deductive reasoning. So it was the first thing that I figured. Um, it was very, uh, to me, it was very Lex Luthor. Yeah, I, I think that's just kind of what a lot of people see in a lot of rich villains, which we're gonna you're gonna probably see a lot of Lex Luthors, unfortunately. Because Iron Man Two has a Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I thought it was, uh, I don't know, like whenever the superhero parts really come into it, like the the shooting and the the flying scenes. I'm like, huh, it's it's a thing. Um, not big into the action. No, not really. Unless they're like major stakes, I'm assuming. Yeah, like, like the well, end of the movie, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I was. I think I feel like I was more into it then. Uh, but also, like, like with Godzilla versus King Kong, I was so into it. But like, I I don't know. I felt like it was such an even match in that one, and for. Uh, I like it though, because like each they try to do their best to be like. Uh, Japan, please don't be mad at me. We give Kong a win, we get Godzilla a win, and then we both yeah. win together. Yeah, but with Iron Man, especially in the scenes where he goes to like destroy his weapons overseas, uh, he they don't stand a chance to him. You know, so I feel like not really the, yeah, stakes. I feel like that's what's what we're building up is that there are bigger stakes. Like I think Iron Man has like the worst of it because it's like uh, it's like okay, well. He's just a dude in a like so, like a robot suit, so we can't give him a big villain because it's just him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we have to have him. He needs to go fight the bad people and not the Middle East, but the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And then after he does that, it's like, well, where do you go from there? Oh, well, Obadiah's the wor- bad, and he's the gonna- worst villains are homemade. Yeah, and it's gonna be like he he has a giant robot suit, but he has to fight him because oh, it cause- featuring Peter Billingsley for some reason. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, if that's you know, the kid from, from Christmas, Christmas story. story. Yeah, uh, but um. Yeah. So then we have to go to, okay, well, the plot says if Iron Man were to have kept his arc reactor, the fight between him and Ironmonger would have been a fucking joke. So he has to steal it because the scientists aren't capable of doing what Tony Stark does because mm-hmm. Tony Stark isn't fucking right now, so his brain is working overdrive. Yeah, he's, um, anti-horny. he's anti-horny. So... Uh, so Obadiah has to steal it from him, but conveniently in a scene earlier, Pepper Potts put the arc reactor that he made for his heart in the in the cave the, inside uh, a, the Mark One, the Mark One inside a little glass case that says Tony Stark has a heart, which is like because he's always heartless and stuff yeah. like that. No, I liked I liked that little thing that um, she did for him. Um, it's really kind of wholesome, and it kind of like yeah. starts selling the idea of like he's changing as a person. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And so you know, Obadiah goes overseas to the oh, th- this whole time there's like this ominous bald Middle Eastern man <laughs> who. Uh, makes me think of the dude from the Mummy. Like he makes me think of the Mummy. I and... looked, and he wasn't in the Mummy. No, I, I know he, would... he wasn't in the. I know, mummy. I know, yeah. but I had the same thought. I was oh, like, really? Is this motherfucker in the Mummy? And I'm just like not realizing. No, it? they give the same energy. I know uh, who you're talking about the yeah. actual guy in the and... Mummy. And he was originally supposed to be like the Mandarin. I think like, that, that guy. Was... Yeah, I think that was supposed to be the thing because the, the whole Ten Rings and like I don't think they even realized that there was going to be a larger organization. I think that was just supposed to be like. Hey, mm-hmm. this guy is the leader of a terrorist group. 
Ten Rings, maybe. Well, the Mandarin's for another movie, Macy. No idea what that is. I You'll think you're find talking out. about an orange. Don't worry. We'll have two movies explaining both of those things. Okay. Um, yeah, so Obadiah goes back overseas, and he shows up at the the not-mummies uh, base camp. And, you know, he's like, so this is how he got out of the cave. And that's how I knew that Obadiah gave him up. Mm-hmm. That was... Oh, and also there, he steals the Mark One suit from mm-hmm. the bad guys and kills all of them. And then also, okay, I'll say something mm-hmm. that might play off in a later movie. Mm-hmm. You never see that bald dude get killed. He just gets the stun. No, thing he done said to that. Him. Yeah, no, no, he did say that. Uh, he that would be over in fifteen minutes. So that bald dude. Macy, this is just for me and you and the people who have seen all the MCU and know about the Ten Rings. That bald dude never was killed on screen. Yeah, but unfortunately the Mandalorian... But he could still be a part of something later on. They do show his ring. They do show his ring. <laughs> that's not unfortunately that's not what the ten rings are no but oh i thought they oh they don't each have a ring no nope. oh never mind them. Don't worry. there's gonna be ten rings there will be ten rings there are gonna be ten rings but they're not oh did they tell you there's gonna be ten rings okay i believe you i believe anyways you. there's gonna be ten rings um um okay and so he steals the mark one and Obadiah steals the Mark One and brings it back in order for him to fix it himself. And Peter Billingsley is like, oh, we can't shrink the arc reactor and put it in your robot because I'm not Tony Stark. Well, so I want a, I want a gun. I'll shoot your eye out. And then, so was, never mind. Um, and then the famous line is uttered by Jeff Bridges that everyone quotes and I believe is a TikTok audio also. Of Tony Spark built this in a cave with mm-hmm. scraps. With a box of scraps. <laughs> I've, I have never heard that before. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but um, then we cut. Uh, then he goes, "Well, I'm not Tony Stark." <laughs> and then that's when so he steals clearly, it. Clearly, yeah, clearly that gives Obadiah the idea to go. Oh, the thing I was going to bring up. Uh-huh. So when so Pepper goes back to the Stark house in Malibu and one of the three sets that are there. Uh-huh. And Tony's like, hey, Obadiah's bad. Uh, he sold the weapons. We need to go and I'm going to go. This is my mission. This I'm just go day to day doing this. And she's like, well, I can't do that. Well, you need a help. And, oh, yeah. And then she goes. She says she quits, but then she doesn't quit. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and then she goes to Stark Industries in Los Angeles and goes and goes to that horrible looking UI and like scans through all the footage and finds the video and she types translate. (laughs) Yeah. The most like moment where it's like, we need to have the exposition right now. Yeah. Where it's like, we need to, we need to spell it out just in case nobody got it. Do you not believe Odai is a bad person? Well, the 10 rings were supposed to kill Stony, Tony Stark, Stony Tark. Tony Tark. Tony um, Stark, but they love him so much that they're not going to kill him. They're going to hold him hostage and make have him make weapons until they pay till he me. pays up. So it's like, um, yeah, no, she puts in the file, she puts in the USB, and it sucks out all the information. 
Um, it hacks a computer and finds a ghost drive. And a ghost drive. This is one of those things that I feel like we talked about those earlier, how like there's some cheap things in here. Yeah. I feel like someone was like, oh shit, we need an interface for this computer and we don't have money. The interface looks so bad. It looks, I've never noticed it before, but I always thought it was funny when it was like, but yeah, I think it's one of those moments where like they did that in a day. I, I like they, they got like, it oh, felt very last minute. I'll yeah. be honest. We don't have like a we sponsorship need... for iPad Pros or whatever. Yeah, like I, like Sarah said, they really needed to sell that Obadiah was bad, mm-hmm. so they put this little piece of exposition. I just like like I can't get over her like clicking probably like something on the keyboard or something, and then typing in translate. <laughs> like if we that's technology that they were thinking that. We barely have that technology right now. And, like, that's 2008. It's just like, this is just fantasy technology. Uh, Yeah. Um,. So also the screensaver button, just in case you want to go straight. Yeah, did you see the screensaver uh, button? Yeah, that pops up? yeah. I also saw the screensaver itself, and I was like, "It's a bunch of roadsters and cars." Stupid. 100% <laughs> like from the like, I remember seeing something like that on Windows. 98. Yeah, that I was yeah. like, "Is that like a default Windows <laughs> screensaver?" Why does he have this laptop that it, that runs a, Windows XP? It's such a cringe, like old-timey like transition to like it looks like something that would transition yeah uh so, your computer can translate this language i think yeah. they're speaking urdu in it and mm-hmm. but it has like an old like windows 2000 <laughs> screensaver uh, the, the, the actual english translation is just the voice actor from the ball i know it does oh my god no okay so that was what that was what <laughs> fucking got me like, was that was that they the dude still has an accent when he does Yeah, the- <laughs> they did not. They didn't trans. It's not like text to speech. It's not. Okay, so I was thinking that they would, like, would take been- the speech and translate the text because like, that makes more sense to yeah. me. Yeah. like, a Microsoft stand voice, like, you, we need the money. No, no, no. Like, it would just, like, it would just, it <laughs> would take really the good. speech. <laughs> that was really good. It would take the speech and then it would just translate the text. So you would read the translation instead of hearing it. Uh, like normal, like translations, you know. But then they were just like <laughs> they were translating the audio, and it's so advanced. It's so advanced. It can take this guy's voice profile and make it sound what he would sound like if <laughs> yeah. he was speaking English. I can't wait for Iron Man to text a speech. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sh- that! That was weird. Uh, and then Obadiah has that. Um, uh, reverse Men in Black. What do you think of his like villain uh, monologue? Thing. When he takes the. Hey, it's like out? it's like okay. So he has, he has like a taser, but just for your ears. Yeah. And like it's like a it emits a tone. Yeah. And you have to have AirPods in to stop it from affecting you. No, 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 <laughs> you have to have so AirPods. He, in he has these little blue He's AirPods. Like, uh, yeah. He's Out. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he, like in both scenes where he uses it, he has these blue AirPods in. <laughs> Before the time of AirPods. Yeah. Technology. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Um, um, but they didn't have wires connecting either. Yeah, I did like I did like the the coloring that they did on Tony Stark's skin when he was like dying. Oh, where he's all pale. And yeah, where he's like turning purple, going purple, and I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And like yeah, how his like ghost. his like <laughs> eyes like like were bulging out of its head i was like okay this feels this feels good it almost looks like a prosthetic in 
some mm-hmm. ins- instances. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just really just good visual effects. Yeah. What if they just went full scanners and they just fucking exploded Tony Stark's head? <laughs> and then the sequel of the movie is Pepper Potts. <laughs> Iron, anyway. Uh, what did you think of the villain monologue? I was really interested like how you felt like when you Jeff Bridges was like, we know you're a villain, but it's time for my big no. movie. It just, it was just beating a dead horse at that point. Yeah, or it's just like, we fucking get it. You like money. Like, there is like some ham-fisted stuff with Marvel villains. And I think just villains in comic books in general. Mm -hmm. Because like, he has all these sequences of building up like how bad the person is. And then later on when they're fighting... He's willing to kill a fucking family to beat the shit I know, out I of like, Iron Man. I was like, he's about to take this family Ooh, and this ass. Like, this dude this, is psychotic. He's about to take this family and this SUV and beat the shit out of Tony Stark with them. It's an Audi. Audi. It's an Audi, yes. There are only exist Audis in this Iron Man universe. And so, also... Um, I think Ironmonger had a really cool design. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where it's like the Mark One super big, but huge. Yeah, and I, I like how menacing and like he was like a... very intimidating, but in a too great bad he's way. dead. <laughs> yeah, no, he's dead. That's one of the biggest like. Uh, sad so things. that's yeah, and that's one of the moments of they didn't know they were going to turn this into a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like every, almost every one of these becomes like a villain of the week sort of movie. Except oh, for the yeah, things 100%. that have like overarching things, yeah. which happens later because they realize, oh, we can have reoccurring villains. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what happens with Loki, kind of. And then mm-hmm. that happens with uh, Baron Zemo later on and... Thanos is kind of like a looming threat later on. Yeah, yeah. that's well. It's yeah, interestingly written into like the last couple. Of yep. Movies. But we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to tell you something about mm-hmm. the comics, and I want your opinion because I'm going to tell you what he's like in the comics. Okay. How it is because you know Marvel Encyclopedia. Over here. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, Obadiah Stane had this whole plan in the comics where he uh, took advantage of. Uh, Iron Man's depression and was all trying to cultivate to push him out of the spotlight mm-hmm. to kill himself. And then basically it was a whole arc. Then he, he makes roads to new Iron Man and that's mm-hmm. where War Machine starts starting. Then it comes back, conquers his whole thing and defeats him. But before he defeats him, he decides to commit suicide because he'd rather be committing suicide, killing himself rather than being losing. And that's like the whole argument. That's wild. Yeah. That would have been way more interesting to see, I think, Cause he's, personally. Because like, he wants to ruin him, take the control of Tony Stark's mm-hmm. industries, make it his own. And he's also a villain who's very obsessed with chess mm-hmm. and being a, a strategist. Mm-hmm. So he's doing all these things, with, and by the end of it, just rips there it was, off. Yeah, well, there was no... He had no personality other than mm, me make money. Also, he has a... Like, apparently, I'm not sure if they'll ever do this. I think they're going to do this in like armor mm-hmm. wars but he has a son in the comics and he comes back and he's kind of like like uh like a green goblin and hobgoblin yeah 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 but he's also kind of like more of a like a master manipulator mm. but it's really great but i don't know i feel like uh i feel like you have a lot of time in comics to make something interesting yeah. versus a two-hour movie that has to Just make like something... these work better as tv shows sometimes macy I do, yeah 
Well, they only just recently started doing that. I know, <laughs> which we're like getting a serialized series of comics would work yeah. better as a serialized TV show. Yeah, but uh, you know, the money's in the movies, Macy. Anyways, so we come towards the end. Bad guy speech happens. He gets puts the old arc reactor. The the fight that happens out of coincidence. Well, the fight that happens where. Tony Stark can only win by, like, almost sacrificing himself, which becomes the first of many self-sacrifices by Tony Stark. He likes to do that, even though he tells everybody he doesn't like to do that. I already know spoilers. I know. Well, it's not just the end of the the Infinity. It's just every Iron Man, like, this isn't really a spoiler. You're going to notice... He has a he, thing for self-sacrifice. He, he wants to self-sacrifice. He wants to unalive himself. He wants to be a martyr. Yeah, he wants to be a martyr. Yeah, because he's, he's so hard being a person in this world. He's like, it is so hard being the richest person alive. Why is, that, why is he like an opera villain? Why, is he, why are you doing like a Phantom of the Opera I, I side character? I, so I see, whenever I do impressions of, of people, I do the exact opposite of what they actually sound yeah, like. Yeah, like you go, oh, but I stay in country. Uh, Tony Stark <laughs> is a I see, I see. Um, but what did you think of the final fight as like a first entry? Um, I thought it was really good, honestly. I, I felt the stakes in it a lot more than like earlier when he was just blasting people um and i liked ironmonger as a villain even though obviously he's never coming back um oh, who knows marvel zombies but whatever that's in what if yeah that's gonna be weird. Um, but do you feel like it was like we had a good five minutes of a fight do you think it was too short or do you think it was just not i definitely think it could have been longer i yeah. def okay so my thing about this movie is i definitely think they could have cut out a lot of the building montages i feel like there were so many building and testing montages uh they could have cut that out a little bit more in order to include a little bit more of the uh, him going high stakes saving people yes i feel like he should have saved more people i feel like he didn't he saved a couple people, but I feel like it could have solidified him as a hero more because, you know, at the end of the movie, they were like, everybody knows who Iron Man is. They're like, who's Iron Man? You know? Which and, is, compared to the comics, he was like un- unknown. No one knew who he was for decades, yeah. I believe. Like, that was more of a, I think, a late se- late seven- 80s thing, or like, I even think, a, I can't remember, but it's like, that was a thing for a while. He was the body. That was his whole- I I just think. Um, he did, he, he did the, the rescuing in the other country, which was great, mm-hmm. but it's hard for people here to know what he did. And I feel like he could have done more. I feel like I, I agree with you yeah. thinking about it, like as a more critical film sort of thing. I think it'd have been more interesting if they did the two sequences where he learns how to fly. Uh, that would have been, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been more interesting. Well, I don't know because there's kind of like a weird thing where he's flying around in the suit outside the first suit. Mm-hmm. That's important to the end of the movie, just because when he flies up, that and one's ice fine. I didn't. No, I didn't mind that one. That one's fine because that makes sense when it comes back in the end of the movie. I, I don't know. Like, um, I'm kind of. I'm going to disagree with you there for, for a second because I, I, don't, I like the 
idea of him working on stuff and we see him working on stuff. Mm -hmm. And I like everything that we do and it gives us more of a moment to be with Tony and make him more likable, especially when he's talking to the robots. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of these kind of down-to-earth moments. I feel like that if we won't have that, it would would feel kind of like a a light switch, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I kind of like the idea where, you know, like when you watch the original Superman, it's old tagline, like you can believe a man can fly. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of that stuff is kind of prepping the audience to be like, oh, he is a tech genius. So Yeah. I also I feel like I'm yeah, I do feel like I'm a little prejudiced because I grew up on Superman and Batman and um the last superhero movie I watched was Shazam. And he has a lot of moments where when he's discovering himself he just goes and saves people. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that being in the back of my mind also remember, like we said earlier, this movie had like a budget. We didn't know what they're going to do. Yeah, that's like, true. I feel like having too many side moments, which could also be your issue, like we said, like all those kind of building scenes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a very tight, very small. You know, you okay? You have a point. They probably didn't have the time or the budget to do more than yeah. Than and and I think like the ending scene with the car encapsulates both characters in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because he could obviously mm-hmm. just, like, just not care about the car. But he's willing to whisk energy immediately after mm-hmm. shooting, I think, most of his energy from his arc reactor to mm-hmm. save someone. And I feel like there's a lot of moments where I feel like, yeah, no, he's, he's trying to be a good guy. Yeah. And, uh, it's the idea... It, it's the weird thing of this universe doesn't know what a superhero is yet. Yeah. Like, Captain America, even in this world is kind of more like a myth because like a lot of the hydra stuff is like buried and like fake it's like that's just that's a comic book kids like that Mm -hmm. didn't actually happen and there's like probably some like dude who survived world war ii and served maybe next to him was like no captain america's real also wait hold on a second okay also tony stark is probably the same age as my dad um Mm -hmm. His dad must have had him really late in life for it, him yes, to have been yes, functioning yes. as a person during World War II. Yes, because I think he's a child of the 80s. I think 70s. 70s or 80s? Because 70s. my dad was born in 66. So I think in the 90s, and, he was a teenager going to college, if I remember correctly. Right? Yeah, and my, my grandparents were born right before World War II. explains his taste in music. Because <laughs> he's listening to suicidal tendencies. It does explain his taste in music. He's also probably um, got it from his dad. That was the that was the one thing that I was like, hold on a second. How old is Howard Stark? Yeah, uh, it, it, he did have his child really late in life. Yeah. The idea of uh, you play a lot of Yakuza games, uh, and yeah. I just think of like your you, when you were describing your taste. <laughs> Listen, Kiryu is everything to me. I love him. I. I was thirsty for him when he was 20 in Yakuza 0, and I'm thirsty for him when he's 56 in Yakuza 6. I, I, I fucking love him. And he also kind of has a little bit of that Tony Stark kind of... Well, he does... It's, uh, yeah, there are a couple of games where he has that, like, weird... How old is he in Yakuza 0? 20. 20. Jesus it's, Christ, he still looks like he's fucking 40. Yeah, I know. 40. Because uh, Yakuza 0 takes place in 1988. Um which I love the aesthetic of. Anyway, going back to like mm-hmm. the, I just no, I feel like Majima looks way more like Tony Stark. Majima, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, he's just like, yeah, and he's uh, got the uh, like, uh, he's got the like wrap around his mouth beard. No, I just want to see like Robert go be like Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> pop out, 
pops out of a trash can <laughs> wearing a gu- wearing an Christ. eye patch. The trash can is like the lid of it is like the like the Captain America. Like, oh, this shield. is a shield. <laughs> uh, overall, I feel like I liked it. I feel like it's a good entry into the MCU. Would you watch it again down the road, or do you think like this one watch is enough for you? If you like, hypothetically, let's say after you finish the MCU and you were like, "Hey, I want to rewatch some of the movies," would you ever go back to Iron Man one? Because me personally, I could take it or leave it, but that's just because no. I agree. I could. I'm. Take- I'm yeah. not a. I'm not. Macy is a. Uh, she's a. Uh, she likes the street level heroes and the people that exist on Earth, and I like the heroes and things that take place out of Earth and are on the broader scale. Mm-hmm. I um, watch this movie a lot. Yeah, you watch this. I, movie I, a I, lot. I, I, um, I think I'm the more person, the person on this couch that's like more like forgiving of this film. I think I've yeah. watched this movie um, almost as much times as I watch The Dark Knight. I really like it. I, yeah, I would say I agree. I could take it or leave it. Um, Should we do a rating system? A rating system. Uh, Let's do one out of one four. Out of five America's asses. Okay, one out of five. Okay, one out of five. Uh, How many asses it? out of five? I'd say three and a half. Three and a half asses. Three and a half asses out of five. What about you, Vincent? You go first. Uh, well, upon further review, uh, I would uh, just because. Okay, my attention span's weird, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just saying this from a place of I know the MCU and I know what comes next. I give it two because I I don't hate Iron Man one. I just like it's there. There's some cool moments in it. There's some funny jokes, but there's like this weird like st- I have a weird thing about the military stuff and a weird thing about Same. the no, I agree. the like we don't want to brown people are bad, but we're not going to tell you which ones were bad. Yeah, like <laughs> if they have a ten rings tattoo, they're yeah. bad. <laughs> They're not Taliban. Swear, no. They, this isn't the Middle East. I mean, it's in, it's in Afghanistan. But cu- hold on, hold on. It's the middle of nowhere. Courage is right next door. <laughs> like, like it's like Osama bin who? Like, we don't know who this is. <laughs> Mandarin um, what? Mandarin. I, uh, okay, I, yeah, I'm saying this on like a first watch. Yeah, first watch. I would give it three uh, three point five. But I understand what you mean. Yeah, so I know? give it a two just because I'm a. Um, I'm weird. I'm going to give it a filthy four. <laughs> of course you are. Because uh, it's not the best, but I really like I how tight it is. Yeah, I don't think it's bad for the first entry. No, it's not MCU. bad. I'm reading it off my, my, uh, mm-hmm. my like... Your future perspective. My future perspective. Because if you ask 14-year-old Vinny, you go, Yeah, fucking they blew up that tank. And then they fought, and then I, that giant other Iron Man, because I didn't know it was Iron Monger at the time. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. It was, and I was, it was like, the big Tim boy. That, they made a rocket noise. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark has fast cars. He's like Jay Leno. Oh. They got strippers on that plane. No, <laughs> he fucked that reporter. Like, do some way I'm 14. Never mind. <laughs> All right, so that's... Uh, we we made no mention to Terrence Howard because he was in, he was nothing. Yeah, yeah, Terrence Howard's in this movie, but he's not in the other movies. I didn't really want to bring it up because it's like it's it's like kicking a, a horse that's dead. Yeah, like he wanted more money, he didn't get it. He left. They recast him with a better person. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the first episode of I See You MCU. Next one, we're doing the in quotes canon movie, The Incredible Hulk. It's a good, uh, It's one of my personal favorites. 
It's a. I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. I haven't seen it. I I remember liking it, but I could be wrong. Um, but we'll check it out. Uh, This is gonna be everywhere. Hopefully, Sarah, end it for us. Say something funny. Good night, everybody. This has been ICUMCU. For more information, follow us on Brown Chair Studios for more videos and other things to come in the future. Return for the next episode of ICUMCU.